Part 11 of Manchester Poetry, edited by James Wheeler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Nur Gardner The Ruin Sonnet The Spirit of Sound The Women at the Cross True Wisdom Sonnet Oh, Forth to Rome Sympathy The Ruin Time-haunted fane where ruin loves to stray, and undermine with still remorseless hand the fluted pillar and the column grey, and strew them o'er the earth in shapeless sand. How sweet to linger round your broken walls, and stray in awe along your silent halls, where every footstep rings of lightest tread, as though the floor were answering from the dead. How solemn is the stillness of the scene! Here loneliness in grandeur seems to dwell, Where pomp and power and glory once have been, The tenants of a dome to suit them well. The mailed knight of chivalry is fled, The wily monk has found a peaceful bed. The baron calmly rests, despite his pride, In death's cold peace they slumber side by side. And round the ruins of the mouldering tomb, The ivy greenly wreathes its tiny arms, Hiding in freshness its funereal gloom, And lending even to desolation charms. Yes, strip those darkly verdant leaves away, That softly murmur to the wild wind's play. How cheerless and how cold those walls would seem, That now peep out as time they would redeem. Lo, contemplation has her altar here, Fit home where passion once held wide domain, And urged her votaries in their wild career, And gave to dark licentiousness the rein. Delusive hope, t'was thine to bring despair, Unhallowed joy, t'was thine to end in care. Abused hospitality, thy kind food, By dire revenge was scattered forth in blood, Fit themes for her with placid brow and mien, Has heaven in anger scathed the works of art, Whilst nature all around looks fair and green, And seems to breathe of peace she would impart. She marked the treacherous deeds of years gone by, When cold ambition doomed its friends to die, When calm deceit grasped a foe with friendly hand, And lagged behind to plunge with deadly brand, all seems forgot by her, and bush and tree, And pastoral hedgerow twining o'er the ground, And peaceful cots and children at the knee, Of homely matron glad the scene around, And life and loveliness go hand in hand, Where rapine murder once defaced the land. Time-haunted fane, thou standest in thy gloom, For those who wrought such deeds meet grave, meet tomb. Yes, nature still looks bright, Although men mar awhile her holy face with savage deeds, Trampling her bosom with the hooves of war, And scattering to the winds her fruitful seeds. No sooner hast thou hushed the groans and sighs Of him who mangled lives, or wounded dies. Fair peace, than o'er the scene she flings around Her emerald robe, 
to hide the ensanguined ground. O oh, beauteous heaven, when shall the heart of man turn from revenge? In sufferance learn to bear the individual wrong, and yet not ban. Or when shall rulers turn aside the spear of ruthless war, and cast away the sword, cleaving alone to reason of the word? That hour, how distant, hope may not impart one distant gleam to cheer the human heart. Sonnet Blithe lark, thou hast a lowly, lovely nest, and maybe younglings tie thee to the earth, but thou upspringest in thy morning mirth, and to the heavens dost turn thy joyous breast. Lo, ere the last faint ray of night is done, thou soarest up to meet thy god, the sun, and pourest out to him in jocund strain, melodious breathings from thy happy throats, whilst from the earth the early rustic swain uplifts his eyes to heaven, where thou dost float, so may my soul seek heaven's all-glorious day, when death's dark night shall drag me from earth's ties, spring from the gloom that shrouds this earth of clay, and soar on joyful pinions to the skies. The Spirit of Sound Oh, the Spirit of Sound! It is in the green trees, and it floats all around, to the breath of the breeze. List the hush of its tones, tis the voice of the leaves that, in musical moans, for the passing hour grieves. Oh, the Spirit of Sound! It is in the bright rill, as it flows o'er the ground, or foams white from the hill. Oh, how sweetly it rings, as it murmurs along, as if wild unseen things were in mourning and song. Oh, the spirit of sound, it laughs out on the shore, to the wild waters bound, as they revel and roar, and the dark-winged storm rides in might with the cloud, then spreads his wild form, o'er the waves like a shroud. THE WOMEN AT THE CROSS And many women were there, beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him. Matthew twenty-seven fifty-five. Watching all thy mortal throes, Weeping all thy pangs and woes, Lingering round the fatal tree, Madly raised to torture thee, Midst thy degradation still, Bend we to thy holy will. Though with felons thou hast died, Murderers mocking at thy side, Purest innocence was thine, Meekness, lowliness divine, Midst thy degradation still, Bend we to thy holy will. Matrons, sisters, raise your songs, Plead the Saviour's woes and wrongs, Infants on the mother's knee, Lisp to heaven your melody. Midst his degradation still, Bend to Jesus' holy will. True Wisdom In what consists true wisdom? Not in joy, Born in the sensual lap of young delight, Nor yet in fickle pleasure's sweets, 
that cloy, nor passion's truant train, new fledged for flight. Ah, no, nor in the lusts that grossly bind the energies of man's immortal mind, and cast him down a slave at folly's feet, with heart whose pride adds meanness to deceit. In what consists true wisdom? Seeking peace and hallowing each pure feeling of the heart, luring each fond affection's soft increase, twining contentment round affliction's dart, shunning the path where vice and folly meet, seeking out virtue in her calm retreat, training the mind to look where faith may save, and wing the soul for flight beyond the grave. Sonnet I stand upon the earth and gaze around, I climb the lofty hills, and thence behold plain gathering upon plain, and the huge fold of towering mountains. Far beyond their bound, the ocean traverses the earth in pride, and mighty empires simply form her banks, and thousand rolling rivers, side by side, dash on their way and rush into her ranks, and lofty hills, and gathering, lengthening plains, and towering mountains spiring to the sky, and the old ocean with his thousand veins, and the broad empires which her rage defy, these to the myriad worlds that shine afar, all, all combined, gleam but a twinkling star. O oh, forth to Rome! O oh, forth to Rome at night, when through the sky no cloud is floating, and the azure blue of heaven comes softly beaming on the eye, and the eternal stars shed down their hue of liquid light, when nature calm and still, the heart with holy fervour seems to fill. At that loved hour, in loneliness to stray, refines the soul from earth's corrupting clay. Go, gaze into the soft blue depths of heaven, when all is calm and still at peaceful night. Uplift thine eyes and thoughts, where earth's cold leaven may never reach the soul in its bold flight. Roam through all space in aspirations high, and feeling then the soul can never die, approach with sacred awe God's mighty throne, and dare to make his promised word thine own. Compared to these high feelings, what are all the visionary musings of the mind? Philosophy's cold reasonings lure to Paul. Tis inspiration that must couch the blind. Tis this must clear the film from mortal eyes and give them vision of the eternal skies, such as the saint in Patmos dimly saw and then revealed in words of fervent awe. Sympathy The lonely heart with feeling How like the harp alone no melody revealing, though full of sweetest tone, for hidden in the silent strings it only waits their tremblings. Poor heart, oh, lonely heart, when sympathy is lost to thee, thou, like the harp, must silent lie, yet feel within a melody, which, wanting that alone, must die. End of part eleven.